This is Bench Time with Todd and Brett Wiley from HOScaleCustoms.com. Bench Time is a model railroading podcast that focuses on the modeling side of the hobby, where we focus way too much attention on the small scenery and structure details of our layouts. Each week, we'll cover topics from tools and scratch building to current projects, and we'll also share our mess-ups and triumphs with modeling. Not that we don't pay attention to the trains either, we just get all excited about the realism of our scenery. So sit down, you fine-scale freaks. We're about to dive into the details. Hey, welcome to Bench Time for our third episode. Um, I just want to say, uh, the last two episodes we've been doing, um, it's funny how our you, know, you hear your voice and uh, you're doing these podcasts and uh, it just feels awkward and your your voice doesn't sound natural. I don't know if it's because I have headphones on or what. I'm trying to get away from a lot of the stumbling and bumbling and the um, saying uh and saying uh and uh over again like an idiot and uh, trying to be a little more natural about this and be myself. Uh, I was listening to these and I'm thinking, wow, that's, you know, I'm starting to sound like one of these podcasts that we didn't want to do and uh, trying to get away from that idea. Um, by the way, my name is Todd Wiley. And um, my son, Brett Wiley, uh, we are with HO Scale Customs, and uh, we're going to try and give you a good show today, our third third one of these, and hopefully we're going to be getting a little more natural about this. Hi, Brett. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> good. Odd. I'm just tired. That was odd right off the bat, right there, man. That was odd, but keep it I'm just, uh, just tired. Late. <laughs> That's all right. I'm pretty pumped. I'm actually pretty pumped. I was in here uh, listening to some music before you came on, before we decided to do this podcast, working on a model, and um, was working, uh, had it pumped up pretty loud, uh, you know, with Theory of a Dead Man and Shine Down and uh, Nickelback and some Blackstone Cherry, and had it pumping pretty loud. I think your mother was pretty upset about that, but uh, she was trying to watch TV in another room. Too bad. Uh, got a lot of work done. And uh, now I'm pretty, I'm kind of jacked up about this. Yeah. Well. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I uh, I was running all night and uh, now I'm crashing. I have like no energy. So I have to get myself pumped up through you. Uh, for those of you that don't know Brett, well, which is pretty much all of us, uh, all of you, uh, Brett's a runner. Uh, he does uh, long distance running, uh, ultra marathons, that type of thing. Anything over the 26.2 everybody else does, uh, he's doing the 30-some, 30 32-milers and 50-milers, and he's scheduled to do a 100-miler. He's always conditioning and training himself uh, for running, so he does a lot of it. I think he does trail running. I think that's what you were doing tonight. What was that on the yeah. Appalachian Trail? Yeah, yeah. So, so a little side note. About, and... That's a little side note about us. Sorry, man. Yeah. No, you're good. But uh, yeah, I'm pumped up. I'm uh, I'm wide awake. I had a couple of sodas. Uh, I was we were gonna do this podcast last night, so I was all set up for it. And I'm down to one beer. It was a one IPA beer that I've been dying to drink. So I came in, I set it all up, and I cracked my beer. And we had some other difficulties, and we couldn't make it go. And now I don't have any beer. 
<laughs> I have, uh, I got Michelob. Got my Michelob tonight. Oh, God. Well, but have fun with that. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't get in there. But, uh, this, you know, this is, um, uh, tonight I, I wanted to talk a little bit, uh, I think what we're gonna, you and I decided to do, um, was to talk about model railroading in Facebook, the Facebook groups that are out there in model railroading. Uh, the good ones talk about the bad ones. I don't want to name the bad ones. Talk about some key modelers that I've been noticing on there. Um, hopefully you'll be able to, you know, chime in on that. I'm sure you've seen a lot of cool ones. And, yeah. um, go over that. I mean, we have our normal on the workbench, uh, with our, what we're working on. And then of course our toolbox and, um, you know, all in the details and then a product review. So. We're going to go over quite a few things today, but we're going to keep it in our in our shorter range and keep things a little natural, so um, we don't sound like that Saturday Night Live skit where the two ladies do the radio station uh, talk show, and they sound like, um, you ever see that one, Brett? Oh, my gosh. Now, that was, bef- was, that was before my time. On set? I'm sorry. I think it was a little before my time. It was? Well, anyhow... Uh, that's I was listening back on our first two podcasts, and although they were good, I felt they were good, but they, you know, they had that quality that came across like that skit. So I want to get away from that a little bit, let myself self flow a little bit with uh, my words, and I'll try to keep it PG, but um, and we'll do that. But let's have some fun here today. Um, one of the uh, one of the things on model railroading uh, that. You know, that I like to do is the social media part of things. I know HS Skill Customs. Uh, Brett uh, has set up HS Skill Customs on the social media media end of things. Uh, our Instagram, our web blog, our blog, uh, which is a website, um, hsskillcustoms.com. And he's done all that work. That's just what he does for a living um, as well. He's uh, into that and marketing and social media management, that type of thing. Um, so, um, he's, he's done a good job of getting us out there, and one of the things I've recently, the last year, really got into was uh, the Facebook groups and that are out there on Model Railroading. There's a million of them. How about it, Brett? Oh, yeah, there's, like, endless groups oh. for everything. Yeah, and they're on literally every niche of this hobby, there is a, there is some kind of group out there that fits that niche that you're looking for. Um, and there's good ones. There are some bad ones. Um, when I say bad, I'm talking some downright horrible ones. And I don't think it's necessarily the groups themselves that make themselves good or bad, but the people that's in them. And, um, you know, I kind of thought I'd review a little bit of the ones that we found that, uh, that I like and some of the ones maybe Brett will be able to list some of the ones that he likes and he enjoys, um, and then we'll give you some reasons as to why. Um, some of them are geared for our fine scale modeler types that you know that would associate with our uh, our type of uh, podcast that we do with uh, HSCO Customs and Bench Time. Um, but uh, you know, I have that. I have some some modelers out there that, that we really like, but um, that we've been watching the work that they've been putting up, and it, it's been fantastic. Um, one of the uh, 
model railroad face groups that I really like is uh, it's called diorama uh, vignette models and all scale types and subject mass matter so let me yeah, diorama vignette models and all scale types and subject matter that's a long group name it's probably the longest group name that I've ever seen okay but it's very good. It's it's all there are some amazing diorama pieces. Their the modeling is is awesome. It's not all necessarily geared to model riverine. There's some military modeling in there a little bit. Uh, there's just some basic uh, dioramas that people build. There's a lot of people from the far east in there that 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 post their their dioramas in there as well. Um, that's one of them I really enjoy. Um, Brett, yeah, is there any you like or? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I like the. There's one called Model Railroad Structures and Dioramas, and it's the same deal. I mean, there's people all over the world in it, but it's cool because you get more than just like the trains in it. You get you get a lot of people that just do dioramas, which on its own is is cool because. I think that's kind of what we're more into as it is, but it's, yeah. it's just a neat, it's a neat little group. There's a lot of model railroading stuff in it, but like I said, most of the stuff you see in it is, you know, it's the fine scale modeling, and I'm actually scrolling through it right now as we talk, but I see kits that I've done that, you know, kind of put mine to shame. They're just, they're awesome. So it's a neat group to go to to get some ideas from, and it's not really focused on the trains. I mean, there's trains in it, but uh, it's just highly detailed buildings. Yeah, you know what? I have that listed on mine as well that I go to on a regular basis. But, you know, you bring that up with the high detail um, uh, models and such, and and the quality of some of the modelers that are out there to put stuff on there. You know, we're used to seeing the big names in the hobby that they you'll see in your Railroad Model Craftsman or Model Railroader magazine, and you'll see these same names week after week, or sorry, month after month when they put the publications out. Um, some of the you know, modeler websites and things, they list modeler names that we become accustomed to seeing. And we take for granted, that you know, those are the kings of modeling. But I'm telling you out there, there are some people that I've never heard of out there that, you know, they're not on that scale where they're where they're publicly known, but on you know on Facebook in these groups for model railroading, they put out just out amazing work. It blows the doors off of a lot of stuff I saw. Some of the things that we saw at the Fine Scale Model Craftsman show, uh, Brett, um, that that was an amazing show, and that I'm not gonna you know everything we saw on that contest room was just off the charts. And these things oh, that yeah. I've seen that weren't at that show are right there. They're they're some of them are that good, you know. It's 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 incredible, but uh, the stuff that's out there. Um, another one that I saw that I like is uh, HO Skill Structures, Buildings and More. Um, that's another uh, big one that that has. I'm just gonna list a couple of them for you people. Uh, and then Brett can give you some of his uh, if he wants as well. Um, fine scale miniatures FSM, and that is um, a group that's focused on the Franklin South Manchester uh, by George Sellius, and 
he, although he is not on there himself, there's people on there that have taken photography of his. Now they're not there necessarily showing you how how to build something or you know what to you know how, how to model. Okay, they're showing you his work in many pictures. Usually, every couple of days they're putting a new photo up. It's, some of them are photos the same angles, but or different angles of the same photos that we've seen through the years. But um, the photography is fantastic and it's inspiring. It's like just just go there just to look and get ideas and see how you know they they brought their detail out on anything. Um, I like that one just for that for that aspect. Uh, no nonsense model railroaders is another. Um, Model railroading is a good one, a real good one. It has a little mix of everything. It has some that aren't so great, and then it has some that are just off the charts. Um, there's a couple modelers I'll talk about in there that frequent that room or that group page. Um, and then I got model railroad structures. I, I think I did that one. No, model railroad structures and scenery. Uh, museum quality model railroads. I mean, you can hear in the type of group that I'm listening to you uh, what you're, you know, what you can e actually expect out of these groups. And I'm giving you the good ones. I'm not even going to name the bad ones. We're, we decided we are not going to cut down and name bad ones, but we're going to talk about people and the types of people that are in those. Um, HS Skill Craftsman kits. Um, Weathering Techniques is another great one. Um, scratch Building Hints, Tips, and Techniques. HO Scale Model Railroading. I think there's a couple of them. And that's what when you're looking for groups. I mean, you'll see duplicate names of groups. Um, scratch Built uh, Railroad Model. Railway Models. It's scratch Built Railway Models. I couldn't read my own writing. Um, and then the last one here is HO Weathering Tricks, Tips, and Details of Models. Now that one there um, does have focus a little bit on the weathering and details on um, your rolling stock or your, your engines, that type of thing. And it's amazing work, and uh, I don't do much of that, but I can appreciate it when I look at it. And uh, there's also structures uh, and other scenery that they do. They frequently do in there but mainly that's a lot of rolling stock um any groups other groups press do you have listed or yeah yeah i think um i think my favorite ever is uh adults on hobby trains that that's a little racy <laughs> that one <laughs> that you, you come on i mean you can't you can't not go to that one and laugh that's it's not. It's not. Don't it's not. Send your kids to that. One. <laughs> That's not a PG rated one. Don't go there. It's just funny. It is worthwhile to check it out. Any morning, laugh. But to be. But to be serious, I, I mean, you hit on a bunch. Of, we're in the same groups, anyways, and you ran down the list of all of them. But uh, I, you know, oh, the HO scale craftsman's. The HO scale craftsman kits group is awesome they you know it's it's the same stuff in most of the groups and a lot of the people are the same mm -hmm. they cross post across other groups yeah and we do that too when but we uh, that up. that one's a good one the HO scale premium uh, quality display 
uh, and sale page is a good one. Oh, I didn't see that one. It's uh, it's a lot of there's a lot of people selling stuff on it, so you get a lot you get a little bit of both. Um, and, and what you'll find but it's so awesome. Something. And then, oh sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I keep cutting you off. Sorry. No, it's all right. And then, I guess the I think you might have mentioned it, but model railroading structures and scenery is a good one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's it. Those are my three that that I noticed you didn't. I don't think you read that one, but no, those are the ones I. I, I those one. are the ones that you didn't hit on my list here. No, it's it's uh. Yeah, th- these people will put up photos of the work that they're doing, completed. Some of them will actually do a build, and they'll go through it, um, a- an actual build, just like the uh, uh, the website where you go to where it's um, um, sorry, uh, what's the name of that that uh, Milers Forum? Uh, you know, you've been to the yeah. Milers Forum. Well, just like that, yeah, like once. They'll, they'll walk you through a build, and each day they'll show different different parts of their build, which is kind of cool. Uh, some are good at it, some aren't. Uh, not their modeling. Their modeling's good. What I mean is some people are good at explaining how to build it, and some people aren't so good at explaining how to build it. Uh, but their, their photography work is awesome to check out, and it's fun to follow along. Um, other ones will um, just uh, post pictures of... of uh, their layout in general, and uh, just touch their layout, not necessarily a scene or a structure. So, you know, I, I really enjoy it, and uh, there's, yeah, those guys will, they jump in, and that's what we can talk about, the good ones, they'll t- the good groups, they'll go in, and you can, if you have a question on something, they'll tell you. And that's the one thing that's in this hobby I noticed. You have a question, or if something you see you like, they'll tell you how they build it. There's no secrets, you know. We we came from a hobby that um, has... <laughs> we came from a hobby called Civil War Reenacting. Brett and I did it for many, many years, like 10-plus years. And um, during during that, I noticed it was a, it's, a, it's a similar hobby in the, in the fact that, you know, you have your authentic, their authenticity people, and they have to have everything just perfect... And everybody else that doesn't, well, screw them, you know, and they'll make fun of them and everything else, and uh, it's a very petty type of uh, hobby at times, and and a very drama-filled. You don't don't find that with this, and, you know, if in that hobby, if if somebody had a question on something, it's highly likely that the better reenactors, and we know a lot of them, they they were finicky about what they told people. Or how to how to improve themselves. Uh, in this hobby, everybody seems to want to help. You know, no matter what their expertise level is. Now, we want to talk about the groups that aren't so good. Now, yeah, <laughs> man, there are some real turd people out there in this in some of these groups, man. Hey, I said how we all like to try and help each other, right? And uh, and that should be how the, the theme or the motto of the hobby should be, you know? Do it. You do this stuff because you enjoy it. You know, how many times all of us have said, I don't care what other people think of my work. It's just for me. It's just for my layout, you know? I, 
if you don't like it, tough, you know? But that's one thing to be that way, but then it's another thing to flat out belittle somebody when they put stuff up there and uh, just nitpick every tiny little thing. So I've come up a list of group of names of people that that are just annoying on these Facebook groups. If anything, it's entertaining to me just to see them. Um, you have your, right now, you have your Christmas time crazies. They're the people that are putting up their Christmas tree thing with their kids, you know, the tree in the center, the platform, a piece of plywood, and uh, the train rolling around it in a giant oval, okay? And then the packages underneath it with a couple of the ceramic Ives buildings that you can buy at the Hallmark store, and they have them sitting around, and they're getting on these model rarity websites, and they're putting it up there with their with their their Christmas stuff. I can tell you who's who's getting what gifts in that family, you know. <laughs> it's it's, and then you have the uh, the wannabe one timers, and uh, meaning they they're kind of like the Christmas people, except. They feel that model writing is putting their train track, uh, the track, setting it up. Usually it's easy track. And they set it up on their carpet. And then they run their train on the carpet. You ever see those people, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now look, I get it. And it's one, of, it's, one of, it's one of two things. You're either just, you know, they're just getting into it and they're setting up easy track. And, and that's great. But you... There's other people you see that consistently set up, almost like it's their slot cars, <laughs> you know. And if like if you ever watch the hand, if you ever watch Slapshot, the movie, the hockey movie, and the Hanson brothers are playing with their 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 toy cars on the hotel bed, like that's <laughs> that's what it reminds you of, like you know. I bet you. I, they're I gonna, was, you know. I, I agree. Now this morning I went in just to get ready for this podcast, and I looked at a couple of these groups that we're talking about uh, that aren't as great. And uh, we won't name them. You'll find them on your own. You'll be able to see it right away. You'll be able to tell which ones you like, which ones you don't. But uh, as I was looking, I saw these ones with the carpet. And I got to thinking, it wasn't so much the train on the carpet. Great, you love your trains. But two things. Vacuum your damn carpet. There's... There was, I'm not kidding you. There was like, I could see cat hair and fuzzballs and dirt and lint. And I saw a couple that just looked like they never vacuumed their carpet in 20 years. Uh, it was awful. And um, the other point would be, why? Why would you put your picture up of your train track on your carpet? Now, it's, it's not model railroading. It's playing with your trains. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all like to play with our trains. But there's no scenery to it. There's no modeling involved with it. There's no model railroading. It's a train, and it's running on a track. It's no different than if you bought Than your slot car. Yeah, your slot cars. You know? Hey, hey I don't mind if you enjoy that. I, I, you know, none of us are going to sit here and belittle somebody for enjoying running their trains. Okay, great. Maybe they don't have the room to put a layout up. Okay, that's fine too. I understand that. But don't share it with everybody else. 
Because we're all just going to look at it and go, okay, there's a train on the floor on the carpet. You know, I, I saw one where a guy ran it through his kitchen on the floor, <laughs> out through his living room, and then back into the kitchen on another area. You know, so, yeah, there's those people. Um, then you have your other ones who put the plywood up. Now, this isn't a Christmas thing or whatever. This is their layout. That's nice, Brett. And uh, this is their layout. They they put the they either have it on nothing but plywood, which is great. We all start out, you know, building a train layout on or plywood at some point. Maybe some of the you know, and that's fine. I get that. And then I look to that person puts another picture up a couple weeks later or a couple months later. And it's still on the same plywood. He's not building anything. He just nailed his track down to a plywood and he's running. And I get it. Some people. It's like worse to... when it's. What's that? It's worse when it's easy track on the plywood. <laughs> yeah, there's no structures. There's nothing. They don't even put switches on it. I can admire the guys that load their whole plot or the whole piece of plywood up with a hundred switches, and they do, and they enjoy doing, you know, switch switching cars back and forth they'll do a whole um but that's model railroading that's the things that they do to try and I, I don't do it and i don't get it but that i understand what they're doing that's that's model railroading exactly it's the operations part i guess that we'll call it operations i get that you know but man these people just have a plain old oval and I guess they get tired of the wife bitching at them. So they go into that room and they shut the door and they just turn their trains on and pop a beer. And if that's what they enjoy, that's fine. Don't take a picture of it and put it in a model river in a group. Please. You know? Because people are going to put rude comments up. Which brings me to my next point. Maybe you could touch on that point, Brett. You know where I'm going with this. Because you brought it up to me. The people that yeah, it's so it's always funny when so not not necessarily the rude comments. I think you're talking about the other side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll get and I, and by all means, I'm not trying to sound like a like I'm above anyone or anything, or I don't think that's the point. But I think it's hilarious whenever a grown man will go onto a group page about model railroading or fine scale modeling or scratch building or whatever and they post uh, a building I've seen it all the time they'll post their model they built whether it be a building or they'll paint a locomotive or whatever and they'll ask people how to improve it right and then whenever people start to give them suggestions they take it almost personally and then they they get all mad and pissy and then they instead of just taking the crit like it's not it's constructive criticism or or it's just giving tips and they take that as an attack they think everyone in the group's now attacking them and they get all mad and then there'll be some people that defend them as well and and like i said it's it's great that they're doing the models perfect but don't get on a facebook group don't get on the internet at all and ask for advice on the internet and then get mad when people give you advice like it, it's just it's hilarious it, you, you can just predict when it's going to happen <laughs> it's usually the guy that it's usually the guy that paints a building or a train or a, a locomotive or a car that looked like he was painting it during like a an earthquake or something 
and you know, and that's fine. Just don't go asking for what people. Think no, ask. No, and that you can ask what people think or ask for advice. Yeah, but don't get. I've seen people get like belligerently mad and have rants on Facebook about how no one in this group is nice to me. Well, they're just giving you tips. Yeah, you're just mad because they're telling you, you know, maybe you should practice this kind of painting or, you know. Right. buy a set of decals rather than try and paint the lettering on. They're just giving you tips and most of the people aren't being mean. They're just trying to help. Yeah, there is the occasional one that'll be on there and go, that's poop. You know? But it's obvious. <laughs> yeah. And the other people and the other people point it out. Right. Usually usually those guys get to start doing that, they get crucified on a group page. You know, when yeah. they start ripping people up. So and a lot of times they get kicked out or banned out. And, uh, and that's fine with me, you know. I mean, there's no reason to but be just, nasty to people. But, but just take the advice. Don't. I've seen a bunch of people get mad about it. Yeah, like, yeah. You, and, you and, just ask for advice. Yeah, and have a little bit, you know, have a little sense of humor, too. Sometimes these people don't have a good sense of humor or any sense of humor. Um, <laughs> if it's not going if to, it's, if it's somewhat funny, man, learn to laugh at yourself a little bit, you know. But, Be a little humble. Yeah, the other people with the plywood, Brett. Do you ever see the one that put the? They put that green grass paper down. It's like sawdust. Oh. It's not even grass. It's, like, it's sawdust. It's a roll. It's a roll of. It's like it's almost like astroturf. Yeah. for your layout. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And they don't put nothing else down. They put like maybe a lifelike tree or something on there, and then, and it, and it's just like one, you know. And, and I get it. Not everybody's got a, a ton of money. They can. They can sink into doing it. So running the trains is, is great for them. And then they're, they're doing a little bit at a time. But, you know, and, and maybe that's all they want out of it. And that's great. Don't take a picture of it, you know, and put it on a, a group like fine scale, you know, modeling or structures and details. You know, people, people don't, people there, uh, you know, they're, that's not what they're there to see. You know, I, Anything I've ever posted or you've ever posted, um, and I have posted very few of my models because I want to make sure if I, if I do, it is going to be up to their, you know, to what people were actually going to want to look at. So that's been very few, because um, I'm very critical of my own work, you know. But um, you know, so and then there's the other side. There's the nitpickers. There's somebody that puts something that's up, up it's really actually very nice. And then you got these people that, you know, pick on a nail hole. Or your your window pane is, that one pane has a smudge mark on it, you know? And, and they'll just nitpick and nitpick and they'll say, well, that's not the right paint to use. You need to try using this. Okay, we'll accept that, you know, and as a criticism and whatnot. But... Some of these guys go, like, way overboard. Or, I don't really get into the rolling stock, but you'll put a rolling a piece of rolling stock up there, and somebody will pick one little detail out that wasn't right oh. from 19, uh, 1946 boxcar uh, of some... And they'll crucify line. someone. Yeah, and they just rip them up and down over it. And, you know, and the guy probably doesn't give a squat whether or not his boxcar is has the right paint scheme that is exact shade of that red. Or the number yeah. or the, the the number on the side of the boxcar or the locomotive is off. It's yeah. not the right yeah. that locomotive wouldn't have pulled that that, kind of that freight font. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, but I see I see that lots of times. Those people, uh, you, like I said, with any of these, you have to take all these people with a grain of salt and just go on, read it, look at it, enjoy what you want out of it. Um, have a laugh if you have to. Yeah, exactly. And then you have uh, the like it all people. They like everything. They, you'll put something up and they'll like it. And they'll like the comments. And they'll like the comments <laughs> of the comments. They like everything. I, I think that might be your grandmother. And uh, who gets on there. <laughs> she just keeps hitting the like to everything. There's those people. I, maybe some retired guy. He does, and there's, plot, there's lots of us. And, uh, no, I'm not retired, but I won't be long till I'm retired. And there's lots of retirees out there. Uh, maybe there's some that really can't get away uh, from their, you know, from their chairs or whatnot, or you know, and they don't. They're not mobile. They used to once model railroad, and now they wish they could still do it, but their eyesight or their hands aren't steady. So they sit in front of Facebook and they just like everything. You know, it's steady enough to hit that like button. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, it, it's it's just something. It's just a little a little thing in the back of your head. And there's there's some and there's some people that like. <laughs> There's some people that, within seconds, you just know when you get it. Like you'll post something, right? You'll post a picture of a building you made or whatever you did. Like if you, whatever, you just got done painting rocks. Yeah. The first notification, you can almost guarantee. There's always that same. It's the same guy. It's the first one. Like within two seconds. Yeah, and he, and he probably oh, didn't even always, really see it. No, it's always one guy. <laughs> He just uh, he likes everything. He, he waits for the refresh. He keeps refreshing his screen, and he just likes everything. So here's some of my pet peeves. You have these people. Now there's some out there that focus on economy, uh, economy model railroading. That's fine. It's a great little area and niche for it. But if you post any of your pictures in there, and your modeling tends to be a little finer detail or well done, they will lose their mind. If you put something in there decent, it doesn't even have to be expensive. Yeah, that 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 kit that kit must cost a fortune. Why would you put that in this group? That needs to be taken out. And I was like, well, it's just a model, and it really wasn't all that expensive. And especially if you scratch build it. Yeah. If, if I scratch if I scratch build a building, it might cost me like eight dollars. Yeah. And they'll 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 lose their minds because. <laughs> It looks like I spent $50 on a kit when I built it out of stuff I already got, like scraps. Yeah. Which is what their group's all about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and in there, you have your guys that, I'll call them the dumpster divers. Okay? And the dumpster divers are the guys that, they'll get on eBay, and they'll brag about how they bought a pile of scrap crap from somebody else for six dollars and it has like a uh, old 1964 Mc... what is that my dog that's my dog <laughs> he's outside the door here and he, i had the door shut because the tv was on down the hall <laughs> and he's sitting out here and he's moaning because he can't get in the room last week last week your cat was walking through the and room meowing the whole time I'm gonna have to now the dog's ground at the door else in the house. <laughs> holy cow Anyhow, so these guys will find that pile of stuff, like a, a, a plastic McDonald's kit, 
and uh, it's already built and missing half the pieces to it, and uh, you know, just all this, the the little stuff you would normally probably get rid of, or things that are broken and um, you know, figures. Let's say they do HO scale, but they bought these animal figures, and they're like the size of a house. You know, and they, and they put it all in one picture saying, I got all this for $6. And you're like, what a bargain. I can't wait to get to working on all this. And you're, and you're thinking, what the hell are you going to work with? You know, it, but but there's a whole mess of them. They're the dumpster divers. They drive me a little crazy. And then there's your MacGyvers. And they're the guys that are taking a paper clip and a piece of cardboard and um, a piece of a uh, piece of holiday wrapping paper and a whatever uh, rubber band um, and they're they're putting together a conveyor belt for a, a logging mill <laughs> and and they, they, they they'll put it all together and go I made this and then it cost me 33 cents and most of it I got out of my trash from my wife's sewing room you know and and you go, wow, it doesn't, it didn't even, most of these things don't even look like anything, it wouldn't even look good on a, <laughs> on a, a very basic model, or, or basic train layout, you know, or it doesn't even and resemble you, what it, it's supposed to be. It doesn't even look like the conveyor belt that they said it was. Yeah. You gotta like, you gotta like squint at it and right. go, yeah, uh, yeah, kinda. And it's great to be inventive. We all do that. We all make things that we can... Yeah, you know, they're gonna cost us less, okay. But yeah, they're using they're they're putting their wrong pieces together to make what they want to make, and it doesn't look like it was supposed to what they say it's supposed to be. Uh, they're my MacGyvers, um, and then the last thing I'll talk on are your Matchbox people. These are the people that use Matchbox cars on their HO scale layout. Now, my funniest ones are the ones that build really nice structures, and their streets look great, and they're, you know, they have telephone lines going all over the place, they have gorgeous trees, it's very well done, and then they put some matchbox cars on it, and they're, they're like 164 scale, so they're not 187, they're a little, they're a little bit larger, they all have the same wheels, they shine too much, it, it it just turns something they did well into crap, and, and, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't have any other way to put it. I'm not trying to be rude, but I'd rather see a layout with no cars or no vehicles rather than see matchbox vehicles. You know, spend the extra. Okay, a matchbox costs you what? Two bucks. Okay. Spend four bucks, have less cars for to start out with. Spend four or five bucks and get yourself a Sylvan kit or you know something along that lines where they, they have cars out there you can get them on special that are actually HO scale. You know, get get them. If you only have to buy a couple at a time to get it going, fine. We all do that. By the way, vehicles are off the charts expensive in this hobby, way off the charts expensive for what you're getting out of it. You know, if Matchbox and Hot Wheels can make cars that look decent in a larger scale 
Why the hell can't somebody make something in actual HO scale and still and charge similar amounts? Maybe a buck or two more. But, you know, 10, 12, 15, 20 dollars for some of these vehicles. And I understand why some people might want to use Matchbox cars, but don't, please don't. They, they really trash it. If you have a really nice structure and layout, don't put Matchbox cars on, man. Please. That's that's my just just bitch. Just put them on your just put them on your plywood with your uh, your green carpet mat. Well, they do that, and they put them in there like parking lots, <laughs> you know. And well, that's fine. Like, oh. That's fine. Yeah. Especially the especially the Matchbox cars with the big giant silver motor sticking out of the top of the hood, <laughs> you know. Come on, nobody even has a car like that in real life, okay? You know, unless you're going to a drag strip. But <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, it's just one of those things that eats at me. Okay, let's let's get off of that and let's move on to our our regular. Uh, I have it all written down here, but um, our regular segment. Forty five minutes. How much? We're at 45. 45 minutes. We have 15 minutes to do this. Okay. So, we have a toolbox today. We're going to talk about one tool we really like. What do you got, Brett? You're first. Okay. Well, um, my wife won't be very happy about this one. No. But uh, I like to use a little plastic spatula uh, like you would spread a cake icing with or something. Not the rubber it can't be the rubber spatulas that you use in the kitchen. It's a, it's a small plastic spatula. It looks almost like a putty knife. And uh, you actually told, you actually introduced me to using it. I think you and I stole it out of Chris, out of Kristen's kitchen stuff. Uh, it's, uh, I use it to shape my rocks when I'm making rocks out of sculpt mold. And you showed me how to do it. I've I've just got done on on Sunday doing a whole corner full of custom made rocks out of sculptor mold. So they look great, by I've the been, way. And I've been dirtying up my wife's kitchen spatulas making rocks. And you what you do is you use them. You're using the edge of it to make the crevice. Ooh, that Molson. Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> you're using the you're using the corners to to make the cracks and crevices in the rocks and then you're also using the flat side of it to run it along the tops and the sides where you'd have your flat spots on your rocks so that's my tool probably costs two dollars yeah <coughs> well your rocks look awesome i saw them the other day man they looked really good i mean the more and more you've been doing that they're just looking off they're they look quiet they're the real so real anyhow my tool is i got it at micro marks uh, Micromark tools. Um, it's not expensive. It's six bucks. I use it for everything. Every model rotor should have one. They're like six or seven dollars tops. It's a it's a micro micro lux model rotors rule. And on one side it has HO scale. It's a metal rule, flat metal rule. It's it's well made. I get a couple of them, um, but. Uh, it has HO scale on one side here uh, of the on the one face, and on the opposite side of that same face, it has the O scale, uh, o, o gauge scale, and then on the other side of the rule, it says uh, N gauge, and uh, the uh, and then it also is kind enough to give us uh, tap drill sizes for screws. 
but all my drill bits are in a little my little tiny drill bits this won't serve a purpose at all because um, all my little drill bits I have all mixed up in a little plastic storage box and I don't know what the hell which one does what I just know I look I eyeball them and say this looks pretty close I need to get a set that actually uh, yeah, that actually I can store them and they're marked uh, but I don't have them but anyhow um, it has that on there it has a metric rule on the one corner and a five inch uh, once a five inch scale of uh, all broken down into 64 this rule for HO is great because it measures it by foot or you know the hat it has the half foot markings and the you know as well uh, you can use it for everything for um, scratch building for you know to measure your doorways and windows and that such type of thing your wall lengths uh, I use this for virtually every type of modeling I, I want to with the HO scale rule and it's 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 pretty it's a pretty sturdy rule uh, that's my that's my tool um, the other let's go to uh, it's in the details okay so what's your detail of the day okay uh, this one's free so all you budget model railroaders will love it uh, as long as you have a printer and some, some ink you might be out of ink nine times out of ten my, my house we're out of ink so uh, and if you are out of ink and you have an HP printer mm -hmm. you should uh, you should you should get on their service this is not an advertisement for HP but it's like I don't know we pay like six dollars a month and we get ink just shipped to our house and it's awesome because it fits with my detail of the week I print out my signs. So I, I don't like to use the signs that come with the, the kits or I don't really – I try not to do – I haven't done a kit in a while. But I don't like to use signs that are like generic that came with the kits. I print my own signs, old school like ghost-looking signs or even, even a sheet full of just logos, old – we do we model the 30s and 40s, so I look for older logos, but you can use any era, and I print them, I measure them to the right size. You don't have to have Photoshop. I use Photoshop. There's a bunch of free programs out there that you can change the size to fit the wall perfectly, but uh, I print the signs to the size I need, cut them out of the, the computer paper, and I use like a 220 grit sandpaper, and I sand the paper down to where it's like almost see-through or so thin that on the back side is, is just basically like a tissue, really thin. And the front still has the logo on it, but then I apply a little bit of white glue and water mix to the back of it, and I slap it on the, the walls of my buildings to create just super thin, super detailed signs that look like they're painted on the walls. So you actually see the texture of the building, whether it's brick or clapboard or board and batten siding and it's free like I said as long as you have ink some printers have mail order ink you'll never run out and uh, you know it takes a little bit of time and patience sanding it but other than that it's an awesome detail to add to any building you do it just looks it looks killer in a city scene when you have a, a really good sign and it looks like it's just painted part of the building yeah, so that's my you, detail your signs are amazing you're like one of the best sign people that I've seen. I, there's a lot of good modelers out there to do the same technique that you, you use. I've had good luck with that, with using the white glue 
as well. I generally don't thin mine down with water. Everybody does it their own way. Um, and, and I also uh, use the the, uh, uh, the uh, transfer tape. I've had good luck with using that as well. It doesn't get as my it doesn't get as painted on look, but uh, something else. Yeah, I think my only issue with the transfer tape is you, you and everyone like you like you said everyone has a different technique and everything everyone has their own thing that works for them. But when I sand down a piece of paper so thin and then I apply tape to the back of it, it makes it thicker again immediately. Mm-hmm. So, if you're able to figure out your glue like consistency, right, with between mixing it down, it's usually like two parts water, one part glue white glue so it's almost watery but it's enough to stick to the building you're not adding any thickness like a transfer tape would now transfer tape has its pros and cons compared to glue and glue has its cons but I think once you spend all that time thinning down a wall adding tape to it in my opinion just makes it thicker which is good for some signs like I said not all signs need to look like they're, they're painted on right most of my transfer tape I'll use to the itty bitty signs that look like they're hanging on a wall. Yeah, um, like a poster. Yeah, poster t- styles. Or I use my transfer tape for for roofs, uh, for putting roofing material on. Um, my detail is made by Railroad Kits. Uh, Railroad Kits does uh, HO scale structures and resin details. Um, this piece is the D6. It is. Um, a wooden style basement bulkhead door. So when you go into any old town or even even big towns, small towns and big towns, you'll notice on some of the sidewalks of the older buildings, they'll have the basement door. It looks like a like a triangular shaped, um, sloped uh, wooden two door lift up thing. You can go down the steps, and uh, you'll find them along some of the right out in the front sidewalks. And uh, not enough, I don't see enough of this detail on a lot of modeling, or even really great models or city scenes. And uh, so I picked some of these up, and um, they're, 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 actually, they're actually really well-detailed resin pieces. Uh, I can't wait to get to working on them. Uh, uh, I'm going to use the AK uh, Interactive Old and Weathered paint set. There's a damn dog again. And... Um, <laughs> And really touch them up, make them look like wood. Uh, it's very easy to do when the details is sharp. Uh, they they do a nice job, and and I think that's something that other modelers might want to you know, look into is uh, putting some of these uh, basement bulkheads, uh, door double door things in front uh, or even behind your buildings or in alleyways and such. Uh, these are great things in front of even in front of stores like restaurants or bars and things like that, old bars. Um, that's a, that's my detail today. Uh, can't wait to get cranking on those. Um, one of our last things is a product review. Did you have a product review? Yeah. Um, so going with my theme of the spatula that I don't advise stealing from your wife, uh, her kitchen utensil or her kitchen tools, but it goes with that is the, uh, um, Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, sculptor mold. So sculptor mold. I don't know how much it is. How much is it a bag? Like eight bucks a bag? No, it's about it's about ten or eleven. 
But if you get ten or eleven dollars a bag, more and then, or whatever, you, get a 50% and then you, you get your fifty percent coupon. It's five dollars. Yeah. So five dollars. You shouldn't. So it's for, should be five dollars a bag. It's five dollars a bag. Yeah. If you pay ten, if you pay ten, you, you you're a doofus. Exam. Yeah, because you get a coupon every day. You can go in more than once a day and use the same coupon. Yeah. But anyways, it's easy to work with. I don't know. There's probably instructions on it. I don't use the instructions. I don't think... I just mix it till it's the right consistency. Uh, kind of... I don't know. Do kind of a mix between... No, I, I hate... <laughs> I, I don't like to read the instructions. That, that's... Takes too, t- too much time. <laughs> yeah, I'm impatient. But anyways, so the... Uh, I mix it till it's like... Like like cottage cheese yogurt consistency. Maybe not yogurt, but a little thick. And uh, basically, once my spatula can make an indent in it and it stays, it's the right consistency for me. And then uh, I use it to make my rocks. And you, you kind of taught me how to do it, but you know, I was watching some other people do it on YouTube and kind of crafted my style a little bit from what you told me and a little bit from what I saw on YouTube. But sculpt the mold comes in a like a one pound bag. It'll it'll make a ton of rocks for you. I use it also to make some roads that are going up a hill. So it's pretty versatile, and uh, it's cheap, and it's lightweight. So that's my product of the week. Right. Well, my product of the week is the – do we have enough time? Or I can save we have, we have two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. I'll go through it quick. Rattle can paint. Rattle can paint. I used to use – Walmart paint. All these modelers I talked to, some of the kit manufacturers, they were talking about using the Walmart style color place paint. Well, now they don't make the damn color place paint no more. They have this other thing called uh, Pintura E-Spray. This is a fast dry paint spray. They have that one and then they have... The only one they make anymore is a Home Shades Primer in gray. I use that one. Their other one, their white one, their black one, it's trash. It's go- Whatever they switch to, it's garbage. It comes out. It has a shine to it. It doesn't come out flat. It's awful. The Home Shades Primer Gray has a great consistency. So I only use that. So what I've done now is I've switched uh, to some different paints. And what I what I found, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a buck or two more. Okay. But Krylon, I also got that at Walmart. It, Krylon makes this stuff, and you can get this any paint shop, but or hardware store. That damn dog. Uh, <laughs> it's Color Master Primer, and um, it is red oxide primer. And I use it for my chimneys. And once you spray that on your chimneys, um, when you go to rub grout or or spackling into it, you will not get that smear on it because this stuff uh, it doesn't transfer off onto that, which is really nice to have. Uh, rather than using a, uh, a acrylic paint on it, which will tend to rub off when you start rubbing the. Do you ever see that happen? Um, yeah. Uh, so I use that, and then I'm going to these. These are camouflage by Rustoleum. They're ultra flat. They're a couple bucks. They have them at Walmart as well. They have uh, sand color, khaki color, black, brown, and two different shades of green, and they're. Super ultra flat. They spray on really nice. Um, they're good. The browns are uh, and the tans are real good for undercoating 
on on your wood to give it that wood color or even to use it on wood products like crates and things like that as a base coat um look into those those are my those are my products reviews this and, week. and i'll add on to yours if you're really looking if you're really in a pinch like you're down to your last dollar and for whatever reason you're spending your last dollar on spray paint uh you can go to the Dollar General <laughs> and get Miracal, M I R A C A L, and it's a spray enamel flat. It's flat paint. It's it's spray paint. They sell it at the Dollar General. It's one dollar. They make black and they make white. That's it. Is it flat? I will say, yeah. I just said it's flat. Oh, that's awesome. They got t- flat. I'm definitely looking at. They got flat and they got uh, they got gloss, uh-huh. and they do black and white. But I picked up a can because I saw it there. I don't know what I was there for. Probably to buy, like, I don't know, toilet bowl cleaner. Who knows what my wife sent me there for. And I was walking through the aisles, wasting time at Dollar General because that's what you do when you finally get out of the house. Yeah. And uh, uh, I looked down, and they had spray paint, 99-cent spray paint cans. And I was like, well, how bad can it be? i got to try it out. And I bought a can of black, and I bought a can of white. Works perfectly, and it was a dollar. So I'm definitely and, looking at it. And I will say, I was a little apprehensive. I thought maybe you'd get like you know one little squirt out of it, and it would be empty. Yeah. But I I've, I've used it on a couple models now, and and I it's the the cans aren't empty yet. There's a bunch of spray paint in them. So give that a shot too. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now we we did skip this week. We skipped on the workbench. We're gonna skip that this week, and and that's fine. Uh, we'll because I really haven't progressed much on the workbench since since then. On, uh, but and we want to wrap it up a little bit, keep it in our hours. And all I really did this week was uh, was uh, those rocks, and I covered that earlier. Yeah, I'm so. working on the Metzger building right now from FOS, and I'll get into more on that next week. Um, it's turned out awesome, but that's as far as I'm going to go with it. I, I really don't have much to talk on it right now. It's a cool building, but yeah. All right, that's cool. a, that's a that- wrap, man. Yeah, and uh, we'll end the show on the uh, little outro here. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you have any suggestions, have any comments, questions, things you want us to talk about, make sure you send an email to podcasts at hoscalecustoms.com or you can hit us up on our Facebook page, Instagram. We have a Twitter. All of them are just hoscalecustoms. And we have a contact us form on our website, hoscalecustoms.com. So if you have, like I said, suggestions for the show, topics, you just have a thing you want to ask us about that you want us to talk us you want us to address on the show make sure you do that send us an email hit us on social media yeah but other than that i think we're good what was you the good? Uh, what was the email again to throw it at him one more time email again is podcasts p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at hoscalecustoms.com sounds good man so all right you got it peace out all right later <laughs>